Hello, and welcome back to So Into That, the podcast where I chat with really cool people about the things that we are so into right now. I must first start this episode by saying a big happy, happy birthday to my first child. It is Mattis Hodgins' birthday today, everybody. Mattis turns five today. And this is my third time (laughs) trying to record this intro because I keep tearing up even saying that. I am the type of mother who really mourns the passing of each phase. Well, not each phase, like body training can go to hell. There are many phases of childhood and babyhood that can really go to hell. But I really mourn like the passing of time with kids. I love babies. I love everything about them. I love holding them. I love feeding them. Even the bad parts, like even the crying and the madness and the screaming and the wrestling that is going on in my house all day, every day, as you will hear in this episode, I thrive in the chaos and I enjoy the chaos. And watching kids grow up is like the biggest privilege of my life. It's the coolest thing in the world to watch them, you know, continue to grow and develop and oh, get these like hilarious little personalities, start to tell jokes, as you will also hear in this episode. Um, it's the coolest thing in the world to get them to get to watch them grow also, right? But it's also painful for me because I do enjoy the baby days and the little boy days so much. And like thinking about Mattis going to kindergarten just next year and like I don't know, five is big. That's a big number. So I'm a little <laughs> I'm a little sad as you can hear. But I'm also so proud of the person he's becoming and he's so cool and he's so funny. My entire 30s have been about motherhood. I had Mattis when I was 29, turned 30 a couple years later. So my 30s have been like wrapped up in motherhood and, you know, will continue to be as well my 40s probably, which is like if I had to define this decade so far, it's like becoming an up, becoming a mom, being a mom. Like that's what I've been so focused on. He teach me how to be like a new mom, like to care for a newborn. And, you know, literally we learned how to breastfeed together and like, you know, do all of those important baby things, how to change a diaper and how to do that, how to properly hold a baby, how to put a baby down for a nap, like, you know, all of those things. Sure, like that's important. That was that felt so big at the time, but those firsts just continue forever. Like you think, okay, I'm out of the newborn phase. I'm like, I kind of got this now. No, you don't. Like it all keeps changing. Joining their first sports team, having their first, you know, fights at school with their friends because you know my friend didn't want to play with me today. All of those firsts, um, you know, disagreements with their little brother, how to handle that, potty training, all. Everything is a first with your first child. And then after that, you become, you know, a pseudo expert in it. And so your second, your third, your fourth, however many kids you have, they all just get this much more experienced mother. And so Mattis will always, (laughs) I've got his back so hard. I'm so obsessed with that kid, but he, (laughs) for better or for worse, he gets the inexperienced version of me forever. Like I will never have dealt with like my kid falling in love for the first time, my kid like getting a bad grade on a, on a test for the first time. He will be my first for all of those things. So anyway, that's happy birthday. (laughs) Happy birthday, Mattis. I love you, you little monster. Um, we're having some friends over for his birthday tonight, just his little best buddies from school. And then we, I'm taking him to New York City, his favorite place in the world. He's literally obsessed. My Mattis has two godmothers, two of my best friends, Lily and Lexi, are both his godmothers. And Lexi lives in San Francisco, and Lily lives in New York. And they are both like extremely doting godmothers. They're gifters, they're lovers. And so San Francisco and New York City are like his absolute happy places. Um, Lily lives in New York. Lily's my best friend from boarding school. Uh, and she lives in New York city 
and we went to visit her last March when she had a baby. It was like the craziest trip of our life. We took all three kids to New York City. Like why? And it was kind of like hectic and hard to have all three kids there. But Mattis like loved it so much. It was just hard because he had his little brothers around too. So we didn't like get to do all the big kids stuff and we weren't as flexible. And so he has been asking me for like three months for my birthday, mom. All I want is to go to New York City to see Lily. And so we are going to New York City to see Lily, to see her baby, who's now almost one. And so he'll be like more fun for Mattis to play with. Mattis loves babies. He's like so obsessed with cash. He actually keeps begging me to bring cash to New York with for his birthday with him. And I'm like, dude, no, I'm just bringing you. So that's what we're doing for Mattis' birthday. Okay, good. I'm over the crying. So now I can talk about this week's guest, Caitlin Murray of Big Time Adulting fame. Uh if you think you've never heard of Caitlin Murray, that is solely because her Instagram name is at big time adulting and it's not her, her own name. You have seen her hysterical, real down to earth, but just like, so sometimes she says exactly what is in my head about motherhood. She just shares like funny videos about parenting. Basically. You've also seen her dancing like an absolute wild woman in her kitchen with like voiceovers about whatever is going through her head about parenting that day. She's incredibly relatable and fun and funny. And she's become a friend in this creator space. And I just adore her so much. She has been like a, a kind of, I don't want to say mommy blogger, but she's blogged about parenting stuff. Not really advice, but just like what it's really like for many years. But I think she her she really took off and now she's in the millions of followers on Instagram when she started sharing these like quick, funny parenting videos that are just so relatable and incredible. We talk a lot about um, our journeys with damp January, whether or not you hate that term. It is what we are both doing. And just parenting. She has a 10-year-old, an eight-year-old, and a four-year-old. So I feel like I have so much to learn from her about parenting older kids. Anyway, I cried so much about Mattis's, Mattis turning five that I feel like we should just get right into it. Caitlin's incredible. She's so funny and cool. Here she is. I'm so happy that we get to re-record because I, after we chatted last time, I was like, we should just be having weekly I summits, know. <laughs> um, gut checks, how you doing, how are you surviving? And it also was so nice, uh, after our last conversation, we ended up chatting for like another hour and to have another woman in this like weird creator space, because we have no idea like how to value ourselves, like monetarily, financially. Like when somebody says, Hey, can you post this? How, what's your rate? Like, I don't know. It's something that my manager is making up and I don't know what she's basing it off of. So it's nice to like what going rates are and like what What's you can going like demand or yes. whatever. Yeah. What can I demand? And yeah, it, it's a funny, you worked in the corporate world after graduating and so did I, and I'm so glad that I'm not there anymore, but it's the like Latin, not having coworkers mm -hmm. is like the hardest part about this job, right? Like yeah. we've got people who like, we've got people who we, who we pay, who are on our payroll to like help us with our businesses. We've got managers, we've got, you know, agents, we have people helping us out, but there's nothing like just like a coworker. Yeah. It's different Cause like you're in the same line of actual creation and work yes. and stuff like that. Yeah. Yes. But we have people to like banter with it also like, oh, always makes me like think of things that I wasn't thinking of or like, need to explore more or whatever. Yeah. 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 We're, I'm lucky to know you. I, I feel the same way. Before when our recording just didn't work because I didn't know how to have a podcast yet, we were sharing Christmas things and now it is January and we get to talk about January things. It's so fun. It's so <laughs> what could be more fun than Christmas? January. <laughs> We're covering a lot of topics that only you and I will know all about, but that's exactly right. Um, okay. Will you please share with me a product that you are so into right now? You look excited. I am excited to actually tell you about this product that I uh, recently discovered who they actually like reached out and said, do you want to 
uh, like us to send you some of our product. And I don't always say yes to things because I just like don't like want more shit in my house. Like when when we get the package, when the packages are rolling in, George is like, please make it stop. <laughs> Sounds so ungrateful, but like you got to say no. And I'm always just like, I feel like my like flight in life is just trying to get rid of shit all yes. the time. Like, what yes. can I get rid of around here? Um, so, but they said that it's called Gem Daily Essentials, I think. I don't know. Ooh. This at a, uh, they're oh, like, no. that you like, it's like an edible type of a vitamin. It's yeah. like got all of these nutrients in it and it comes in this like little square. There's like turmeric and ginger and all these other vitamins in there. But um, uh, it comes in like a little a square that very much looks like it was made from turmeric and ginger. And it, okay. <laughs> it looks healthy. It looks healthy. And it, it like, it's not sweet, but it's, like weirdly really satisfying and I just feel like I'm doing Is it a gummy or a chewy? Flintstone or a gummy? No, it's like what? It's almost like a oh God, like almost like a protein ball type of texture, but it's in a cube. Oh. It's very unusual. Yeah. Um is it like a tasty snack or you like pop it in the morning like a vitamin? Yeah, no, no, like so. you're not supposed to eat more than three in a day. Okay, I okay. one a day. Yeah. But like, it's weirdly a little bit filling for like a tiny morsel. Um, I'm intrigued. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I'm not getting paid to talk about these people. I yeah. have um, affiliation with them right now. Although maybe I will after this. Yeah, I was going to say. But, I'll send them this podcast. I just, uh, they sent me some and I went through them. And so I just bought some myself because I really am so into them right now. Digging it. Yeah. It's so nice when you discover like a health product, something that makes you like feel a little better that you actually like your mind and your body actually like crave and want to do. It took me a while and AG1 does pay me, but they're not paying for this. I'm an AG1 lover and they're one of my partners now that I love it. But when I first started doing it, like it's a green drink that you drink every day, right? And it has like all this good stuff for you. And when I first started taking it, I very much had to like remind myself, but now I like crave it. I'm like, I need, I haven't done my AG1 yet. And my, I have a babysitter who comes almost every day to help me with the baby for a few hours. And I like make it for both of us every morning. And like, she loves it and it's feeling so great. And it's like, it's the best. Okay. Well, AG1 is not my product of the week that I'm into. My product of the week, you wouldn't know it from the mane of hair that you're currently looking at, but I have somehow successfully managed to run out of hairbands. There's not a hairband in the house. There's not a hairband in any of my like gym bags, not a not a purse. There is not a hairband to be to be found. So yesterday I've my like 2024 like you do you Caroline thing. This is like the first year I haven't had a child or been pregnant or breastfeeding in, you know, in like five years or something. And so I was like, okay, like, what do you want to like really dedicate to be like your you thing? And so I've been playing tennis again. I used to play tennis, got totally out of it when I got pregnant with cash because I couldn't freaking move because my hips hurt so bad. And so I've been playing tennis and I showed up to tennis yesterday, completely hairbandless, because I'm just so used to if there's not one on my wrist, there's at least one in my bag. Like there are no hairbands in my entire life anymore. And so this woman lent me one and it's called a slip. Slip is the brand. Have you ever heard of it? I'm writing this down right now as we uh, know. Like yeah. I'll send I'll send you one. I'll send a pack to you as penance for making you come on my podcast twice. <laughs> in one month. Um, Okay. Slip is the brand. She got them at Sephora. I literally, I took it out of my, cause she was like, I will give you this hairband, but you have to give it back. Like they're like $5 a hairband. And I was like, completely understand. There's nothing like losing your favorite hairband to a stranger at a tennis clinic. So I was like, got it. So after the tennis clinic, I take it out, hand it back to her. I go straight to Sephora. Cause she's like, they're from Sephora. I go straight there. There are no hairbands at Sephora, maybe online, but not in the store. So I've now ordered them. You can find them on Amazon. It is the perfect amount of stretch. It's wrapped in, I mean, it says silk, but I'm sure it's, you know, some bullshit material actually, but it's like silky feeling, super stretchy, but not, it's like probably a 
a three or a four wrap hairband. You were a college athlete. You are now a mom. You understand like that there are good hairbands in this world and there are bad hairbands in this world. And whether your hairband is good or bad could really like make or break your day. I like this is, I'm going to get a little nuanced about hairbands here. Yes. Like I like it when you wrap a hairband that has good elasticity around a little bit more because it, if this is going to sound so silly, but like I couldn't like the way it looks when it makes your ponytail like pop out a little bit because it makes you kind of look like you have more hair. Yes. Like when it comes out of like straight out of your head, out of your skull. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like you need these. I know exactly what you mean. So yeah. Like when you have the one that like only wraps around twice and then there's like a little bit of extra slack and you can't get it that third time. Does that and your ponytail is just weeping down the back of your head all for, oh, forget it. So this was like, I did a whole tennis clinic and I, it was a cute, just great, just great hairband. I was like, where have these been hiding my whole life? She was like, you've never heard of these. I was like, no, I've never heard of these stranger at tennis clinic. Thank you for introducing me to them. So I'm telling you, slip hairbands, everybody go buy stock in slip hairbands. You need to be um, getting affiliate links for all of them. I know, I know, I know. I'll, uh, affiliate link in the podcast notes. Uh, please yeah. click it. Please click it and fund Caitlin's and my next vacation together. Um, okay, what is the non-product focused thing that you're into right now? What's going on in your life? What are you into? Yeah. Speaking of January, uh, the yes. non-product thing that I'm kind of into is not dry, but kind of damp. Damp. January. A damp January. Mm-hmm. I don't want to put too many restrictions on myself in yes. any capacity. Um, but yeah, after the holiday season, I really crushed it. I always do. Crushed uh, I felt like I... I loved every minute of it. Like I just like let my hair down for three solid weeks. It felt like, and I was just, you know, eating all the treats and drinking uh-huh. all the drinks whenever I felt mm-hmm. like have, like there was no like, Oh, it's a Tuesday. I'm not going to have a drink tonight. I was like, well, it's the holidays. It's a, it's so, a Tuesday during the holiday season. I'm going to have four an eggnog or something like that. Um, so don't worry. I've been really digging it. I did like a longer, yep. Uh, stretch last week than I'm used to doing, I should say. And then I read this, my neighbor who's doing dry January sent me this article of um, this like new trend, I guess, whatever. It's like a week, a month dry. Okay. That I can do. Like three months at the end of the year of dryness. So like, okay, but then I'm going to back this up one more time because I feel like a week is also, I guess if you start on a Sunday, you get a full weekend out of whatever, yeah. like or Monday or something. You can go to a Monday to Monday, but I kind of like starting on a Sunday and just taking it to Saturday and then just like maybe having a couple drinks on a Saturday and then yeah. from there, you know, just like, cool. so maybe it's not the full week, it's six days, but I feel like that's a good stretch in between. This could have been the thing that I am into too. I have also been dabbling with dampness. This yes, I saw, I saw on <laughs> we're doing that. How do you, how do you feel? Oh my God. It feels so great. I like you. I don't like to put too many restrictions on myself. I used to be, I, I still like, like the idea of a whole 30, but it's just not for me anymore right now in my life. Like I've got enough shit between the kids and work and I don't need to like restrict my diet. Like if I'm hungry, I need to be able to pick up a pretzel and eat it and not like feel guilt about that. Yeah. Just, just eat the snack. I'm just going to have this motherfucking empty calorie right now. I'm going to eat this empty fucking calorie. I'm going to be hungry again in five minutes and I don't give a fuck. Just let me eat this pretzel. It's fine. Okay. So I like you don't like to put too many restrictions on myself. So George, my husband was like, let's do a dry January. And I was like, absolutely not. Like, here's the thing I would like to have a drink at. You're going camping in Big Sur with the kids. You're going to want to have some fire beers. Uh, Mattis's birthday. We basically throw like a party for our friends who are happen to be the parents of his friends. Like, I was like, absolutely not. I'm going to New York. Like, no, we're not going to be dry, but let's 
just be intentional. So what we did to like, cause we need like some rules if we're gonna, we need like, we need like some parameters. Like when am I not, when am I not drinking? Like you, like you're doing the, I love the Sunday to Saturday. We are doing, because during the holidays, like you, we were having, we're in a real high noon phase right now. Do you know the brand? See, I we're we're on that, but like not in the winter months because it's. Too- uh, I, it makes no sense. <laughs> it, it's like it's like you're on a boat in like the a lake, but no, you're in your house and it's raining outside, and your kids are like watching Paw Patrol. It's a weird, <laughs> it's a weird thing that we're into, but we're like really on this high noon kick. We've like gotten all of our friends onto a high noon kick, so like now anytime we hang out with our friends, like everyone shows up with packs of high noons. But during the holidays, which again, like least we were, we were like single-handedly keeping high noon in business during the holidays. Like we would have like, you know, you could have like three, four high noons and they're super low alcohol, tasty. If you've never had them listeners, they're basically like a spindrift or a LaCroix with vodka. Um, Like White Claw has like malt liquor. These are actual vodka. Yeah. These are actual vodka. So they're super tasty. You know, you can have three and not feel hungover. So yeah, we were just like, he'd get home from work and we'd like crack open some high noons and like that, you just don't need alcohol in your system all the time. Like we all know it's not good for us. It doesn't make us operate at max capacity. Like we know that's not good. So I was like, what if we just don't drink in the house? Like that's our parameter. Cause we like go out to dinner with friends a lot. We go out to dinner with the kids, with friends. We go over to friends' houses probably two or three times a week. So I was like, what Mm -hmm. if our thing is that we just don't drink in the walls of this house for January, except for Mattis's birthday. And so that's what we've been doing. And it's awesome. And like we, there's, we live in Carmel Valley. So there's like beautiful vineyards all around us. So we'll like meet after school and go have like one glass of wine there. But then when we get back here, we don't do the thing that we usually do when we've gone to the vineyard and come back home, which is then have two more glasses of wine because once you're rolling, you're rolling. So that's been our damp journey. We haven't been like setting weekday parameters. We've just been setting geographical parameters. Yeah. I'm, I, so I usually, when I am home during the week, it's like, I don't, I never really drink at home during the week yeah. when I'm on my own. Now, if we have no plans on a weekend and we are home, I, that's like my actually favorite time to enjoy like a nice glass of wine. Like I know what bottle I'm opening, you know, I know like what I'm going to get there and it's like relaxed and I'm, Yep. thinking about that drink and like, you know, like not just drinking it, like, yep. in, in that, in that yeah, 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 totally. Yeah. Like it's a, it's a full experience. It's not just, yeah, it's not just drinking to drink yeah. like, and then, yeah, but so I'm, I'm going, uh, to Miami this weekend. So I'm definitely going to have a couple pops while just a I'm, couple. No, just a couple. what's the, what's the Miami trip? I'm going to visit my cousin. He moved oh. there a year and a half from um, LA and he's just like, he's my fun gay cousin. I mean, he's, he was like the man of honor in my wedding and stuff. So I haven't gone to the place yet. And I'm, this is, this is the visit. There's nobody that I party harder with than with my cousins. Oh, cousins are just. Yeah. I, so I have like my, I've, I've probably talked about this like 20 times on the podcast because I'm obsessed with my my cousins. My grandmother was an identical twin. Um, and so those two, they each had five kids and they each had a bunch of kids. So I have like 14 real like best friend female cousins. And then we also love the boys. But like the girls, we chat like nonstop all day long on like a group chat. We get together several times a year. Like these are my best friends. Um, and I truly don't i we go bananas when we're together because we're just so excited yeah you get so excited i know so excited and you're like just anytime you see my drink empty just bring more and then why did i do that i know why did i do that just get so excited sometimes you just want to feel that drunk ass cousin energy there's nothing like it it's fun when you save it for like those yes right when you know you like really want to rip it that is a very good point i probably rip it like three times a year yeah maybe five but like 
Yeah, maybe, maybe, no, I mean, not two, not one, two, maybe, maybe, maybe two. two. No, yeah. Yeah, more than it's two. It's a rare, it's a rare rip when you are the mother of young children and man, it feels so good in the moment and it feels so bad the next day, but it's still worth well, it. It's funny, like it doesn't take much to also feel like you ripped it the night before or what you didn't rip it. Uh-huh. And sometimes... Like you can have, I can have two glasses of wine one night and two glasses the next night. And the, the hangover is a complete, and I'm like, what did I do differently? What did I do to deserve this? I'm like tracing my steps, like a detective trying to figure out how I landed in this horrible hangover. I I know I do the same thing. I, I actually like, I think about alcohol intake a lot, like it, it, which I think is like not the right thing that you're supposed to be thinking about. I don't know. But, uh, or maybe think about whatever we want to think about. <laughs> I'm just so scared of the power of alcohol because I've had so many like family members and things like that not be able to drink anymore. And yeah, just I I don't want to go down that road. I want to be able to continue to moderately always make it be a fun rip, not yeah. A scary rip. Okay. My thing that I'm into, I am really into damn January, but my thing that I'm really into is getting the kids. Okay. So George and I, but took them camping this weekend. He Mm -hmm. like stays the night and sleeps there. And I just bop in. This is probably the fourth time we've done this. I just bop in for like the fun daytime part we go out to lunch or whatever. And then like, I help them set up the camp. We play around the campsite and then I skedaddle out of there before I'm expected to sleep on the ground. (laughs) And the kids, my kids are, I have three boys, but the big kids are Mattis is almost five. Callum is three. And when they're in the walls of this house, they are at each other's throats 90% of the time. Like, they're obsessed with each other. They're best friends. Like I see the friendship, but also they are like the Bickersons. They are just, Callum, that's my toy. And I'm like, Mattis, you haven't seen that toy in seven months. Why can't he play with it? Like there's just, it's nonstop bickering. And now they're getting really physical. Like they are on top of each other, nonstop wrestling. And when we take them camping, we noticed it a little bit last time, but really this time they're just older. So we noticed it more like no complaining. Like they, in this at home, they don't eat burgers, but George was like, I am taking them camping and I'm cooking them burgers. And they like devoured them with no complaints. They never once asked for an iPad or TV. They did not, George said they did not fight a single time. Like they like held hands and they adventured. So it's something about the outdoors, like the outdoors bring out the best in kids. And so that's what I'm really into. Right now, it's also the thing that I'm out on is not being able to replicate that in my own home. I try. I say the TV is broken. We have to be outside. And they're like, no, we hate it outside. And I'm like, what? (laughs) You just went. Do you have this with your kids where like they act like angels in one geography and then demons in another? Sure. Yeah. I mean, I guess here, here's the thing. I'm not like, so my kids are little older but also I I go mine go boy girl boy and so I maybe there's not all of that male energy like to wrestle um my daughter's a scrapper she would get in there but then the little guy's like he's only four and my oldest is 10 so it's like they're not really like like it'll be weird yeah, like the, if there's any like bickering that goes on between my middle and my youngest, and they can go at it with each other. But even at that, it's an eight year old girl and a four year old boy. Right. I feel like it's a different, it's a different dynamic. Probably is helpful to my sanity. Yes. So the less, the lesson here is have a girl between your boys. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm understanding. And yeah. hindsight's 2020. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. Things that we don't have control over. Biology. Yeah. Yeah. So you're saying I can't control it. Yeah. It's funny. I I feel like a lot of people, though, have this thing where their kids will act really well behaved, you know, at the park or 
I mean, school for God's sake. I picked the kids up and the teachers were like, oh, they are angels. And I'm like, who? <laughs> who is an angel? And then we get home and it's back to like, da, 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 da. But yeah, you spread your kids out a little bit more than I did. You have a 10, 8, and 4. Yeah. And you and you stuck that girl in the middle. Yeah. Okay. I got to get one of those. You got to get, or are you going to get one more? Are you going to get? Oh, in my dream. So this has been a... I, George was getting a vasectomy December 19th, the day after his birthday. Why do I remember the exact day you asked? Because we went out on his birthday and, uh, had a few margaritas because it was not a damp time that December 18th. And I had been basically like slowly trying to convince him, like he would bring it up. He was by no means getting a vasectomy, like behind my back. It was on the calendar. He kept trying to have like a sit down conversation about the fact that he wanted to do this. And, you know, there's a lot of, I'm not on birth control. Like there's a lot of reasons why a vasectomy makes sense. He does not want a fourth kid. I do not want to not have the potential of a fourth kid. And I finally managed in the seventh hour, is that the expression? In the final inning, I finally convinced him like, listen, I am not going to get pregnant I just, like, I'm going to go on a, I'm going to get the uh, IUD or something, which I've never done and I'm very scared of. I'm going to go on an IUD or something because the the potential, just the idea of not being able to have more kids was freaking me the fuck out. Like, I was having such bad anxiety. I was so sad about it. Like, I sat at his birthday dinner just, like, crying. And he was like, okay, God, fine. I'll cancel it. It was just the the, the idea of not having the ability. Yeah. I wonder how he said to go to a vasectomy hungover, I bet, too. I What was he thinking? I don't know. Bad, bad scheduling. That would have been a horrible. I think maybe he maybe he had more margaritas as he realized that I was going to talk him out of it. But yeah, no, we had many margaritas on his birthday. And I eventually. I get the idea of like not wanting it to not be an option. But... Yeah. Did yeah. your husband have, did he get a vasectomy? No, but I had my tubes removed after my third because I had C-sections with all of them. And so I'm done. So but you I'm, had your tubes removed, not because there was like an issue in childbirth, but to not, to, because yeah, you knew. I really knew I was done. I, really, I am so I, jealous. Can you talk to me about how, like, how did you, and before you'd even brought the third baby home, you knew this yeah. is, are you type A? How did you know this? I am not type A. But I definitely, I mean, we had been through a lot. We had already yeah. gone through three years of cancer treatment. Then it was the yeah. pandemic. And yeah. your oldest had cancer that and is cancer free. Yeah. And he's doing great now. So yeah. that to even the third was like a huge mountain for me to climb. Yeah. And, um, I was so happy to have done it. And it's like, I, I always will say like, it's the greatest accomplishment of my life, but I really knew I was done after that. And I'm like, at the time I was 36, about to turn 37 when I had him. And I think that I just knew like in two years or whatever, what I would, I would just be, you know, closer to 40 and just not in a place where I would want to be getting pregnant again. And rolling the dice, like every time you have a baby, you're rolling the dice. You know, you don't, you never know. Obviously, there are no guarantees in life. And I think I just was like, okay, I did this. He's here. I'm good. Yeah. So in, on the operating table, you, baby comes out and they continue to do work and mm -hmm. tubes out. Yeah. Right before the C-section happens, the doctor was like, by the way, this is your third C-section. Like there could be a good amount of like scarring in there. We don't know if we're going to be able to get to the tubes. It might be like a little bit more risky. And in, the, in that case, like Mike, you're definitely having the next me. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah so, you, Mike had, then put Mike on the table. Yeah. So <laughs> Take me off. When, at, when after they were like at the end of having like gotten the baby out and like finishing up whatever the hell they do. Whatever the hell they do. Whatever the hell goes on in there. Um, but we were like, did you get them? You know, and Mike was like, you're holding your baby. Yes. You know, I don't have to do the vasectomy. I'm off. I mean, it's like one day, like outpatient, no yes. big deal. Oh my God. No big deal. And men act like it's childbirth. Yeah. yeah. I, I obviously don't 
envy the experience that you went through with Callum, but I am, I am so envious that you felt so resolute. Like you felt so sure this is my family. I'm happy. These are my people because I have George is in your camp. He is like, I've got my three boys. Like this is our family. I, he also, he really thinks like, I have no more love left to give. He's like, I am giving all I've got. Like, I'm at max capacity and I just don't feel that way. I'm like, give me another. Wow. Keep them coming. Like if he was, if he wanted five, we would be having five kids. Really? But because, oh, I'm like obsessed. I want this house. Like, are you like a very calm, like patient person? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not. I'm like, oh my God, you're all driving me crazy. Shut up. Yeah. Yeah, I am. I don't know where that comes from. Uh, I am. And George is pretty chill too, but he definitely has breaking points. Like the other day he was looking at like they were all just like jumping on him and he just had just gone completely nonverbal. And I was like, take a walk. You go. Like I got that. Cause like when they're really apeshit and crazy, like, yeah, sure. There are times when, it, but it's when something else is really stressing me out that the kids stress me out. If I'm in a good place and they're being apeshit bananas crazy, I genuinely am unfazed by it, which is lucky, but I, you know, I don't know. I, I just, I got to figure out, I, I want to feel like, okay, this is my family. I'm done. And I'm just not there yet. You know, at least... The vasectomy is not happening. So there is George is like, George is a loyal listener of this podcast. He's going to call me immediately and be like, the vasectomy is back on. You promised. <laughs> I just, I don't know. I, I'm so envious of women who, because I do think women have a harder time knowing, okay, I'm done than men do. Mm-hmm. I'm envious. I'm envious that you knew. That was yeah. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. It's like one of those things. I I think maybe if I had been younger when I had Ricky, then maybe I would have been open, but I don't know. I don't know. Three is good. It's a lot of kids. Three is so many kids. The logistics of it are the one thing. Like I, we live in this like small 2000 square foot house. Like we're packed to the gills in here. That doesn't bother me. I'm like, add another bunk bed. Like we're good. Jam them in. The logistics of more than three really mm. gets dicey. Like you know better than I do because we're not even we're in like very optional. If you don't show up to baseball practice, nobody cares. Sports life, but like I have three boys. There will be sports or fingers crossed, like some musical theater or freaking something. There's just like so many places to drive and so many drop offs. I was talking to my neighbor the other night. I was on a walk with Cash, the baby, at like five o'clock at night and her, she, her son was being picked up to go to basketball practice. I was like, it's almost bedtime. <laughs> What's he doing? She was like, Oh yeah. Freshman. And like he has basketball practice at seven o'clock at night. Some nights I was like, what the fuck? So you're picking someone up from basketball practice at nine o'clock at night. Four of them times four. A Saturday too, by the right. way. Like it doesn't, it's yeah. It's crazy. We have friends who have older kids and their entire Saturdays are from 8 a.m. to sundown, the different sports of all their three kids. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, it happens. It happens fast. I don't mind it, like, actually, when it's in, like, at the beginning of the season. By the end of a season, I'm like, all right, I'm ready for a break and moving on to the next season or whatever we're doing next. But I, I kind of like it, like, fun. It's like built in stuff to do it's fun to watch your kids play especially as they start to like get the hang of things yeah when I had like a two-year-old and I was watching older friends do this hustle I was like that's horrible like your whole weekend is taken up by your kids activities but now my friends the people I really love hanging out with are my son's parents son's friends parents and so when we have functions at the school or when I volunteer to like cater a lunch at the school, it's not like, oh, you're such a good mom. I mean, it's like, it's fun. Like I genuinely show up and I'm like hanging out with my friends for two hours. I never could have anticipated having like the friendships that I do with my kids, friends, parents. You like, you think like, oh, I'm 34. Like I've got my friends. I know who my friends are. I'm good. And then having kids really opens up this like whole new potential friend pool. 
It makes it yeah. so much more fun. Yeah, it's a cool thing. It's a cool thing. Okay. What are you out on right now? What am I out on? I'm out I'm out on stomach bug, number one. <gasps> yeah. It's just so terrifying when it hits your house and there are more people. How in- many went down with this one? Yeah, so far one. <gasps> oh, that's even scarier. Yeah, knock on wood. Yeah, not I'm not sleeping on it. It's the stomach don't sleep on the stomach bug because It'll get you. It'll come back to bite you. Um, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. I'm down on I'm down on extremes. I'm down on like extremist thinking, extremist behaviors, extremist anything. I'm just like, can we all just meet in the middle? Like Tell me more. What are you thinking of when you say that? Everything. Like extreme uh well, I mean, like going back to damp January, like extreme measures restrictions on either diet or exercise or nutrition or like, you know, counting your macros, things like that. Um out on extreme politics. I'm out on extreme mindsets, stuff like that. I'm just like, I feel like extreme is closed. Good one. Yeah, extreme is close. Extreme is like how we political is like how we landed in this situation of like nobody listens to each other anymore. It's like one way or the highway. It even I mean it happens to me. This is such a smaller, stupider example, but a funny one. When I share a recipe that's like Italian inspired, people freak or or French inspired or whatever. This is not risotto. Risotto is blah 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 blah. This is and I'm like why do you care? What is, are you okay? That's a funny, that's a very me focused example of extremism, but where you're just like, what like the in fuck? The, are you like in the culinary world. Yeah. Getting really possessive over what you're calling things. Like possessive is such a good word. It's like, yeah. Like who, why, why can't this be a recipe inspired by that recipe? You're like, you're fine. Relax. Everybody relax. Yeah, that's a good one. Extremism is is exhausting and extremists, people who are so in that mindset, I'm especially on thinking politics right now. There's no leeway. Like there's no, they don't, they won't have a conversation and hear perspectives. And that's like scary. Yeah, it is scary. It's one of the scariest things I think in our country right now. We need less, less scissors, more glue. Less scissors, more glue. That's a very good mom way of putting it. I already said what I'm out on. I'm out on my kids just like being lovely little people outside of my home and then not giving me their best when they're in these walls. And like, I don't know if it's that I need to just like get rid of TVs because TVs really make them monsters. But like TV is also when my husband and I get to chat with each other. So it's hard. I don't think there's any like, again, no extremes here. Um, Like getting rid of. I think like that stuff is like definitely a useful like sanity saving tool a lot of the time. But like, yeah, there's obviously like sometimes I think it's different per kid. Like some kids like can handle a long time sitting in front of the screen and like transition away from it okay and not explode or like be, you know, whatever crazy when they get away from the screen and other kids can't. Yeah. Um, Mine can't. And so then I try to limit it and then they still can't like, yeah. it's like anytime the TV goes away is you, um, monsters. I'm not big on parenting advice, but do you give do it to me? Uh, this isn't even advice. Just like a, uh, what do you say? What A warning, like a 10 minute, like five, five minute warning. It's so effective with my five-year-old and it kind of has been for years with him he's very type a he's very first child like he's the textbook first child my three-year-old my middle is like go to hell mom yeah. middle fingers in there like when this five minutes is up type thing. i'll tell you when five minutes is up it's up tomorrow morning <laughs> so he's you know middle children three-year-olds are just tricky but that's what i'm out on i'm it's just like a we're in a hard at home phase so we try to stay out of the house a lot and and we, I don't know. We have fun. We go on fun adventures. But sometimes after school, I'm like, I just want to go home and veg out. And, but you guys might murder each other if that's what I do. There, there will be blood. 
sometimes I think too, like in, in our house, like when my husband's home, like when it's the weekends and everybody's in the house together, I think the commotion tends to like get to him a little bit more. And then it stresses me out more. I me that I'm like, I can kind of compartmentalize it or block it out a little bit better. Oh my gosh, totally. My friends and I were talking about this because I just, George was just away for work for a week. My friend's husband's going to be away. Sometimes parenting by yourself is easier, not because it's actually easier. It's so much harder, but because you're not having to take care of that other person's feelings and how they're doing. Yeah. It's one less person that you're thinking yeah. Which makes our husbands sound like babies. And I know neither of our husbands are. They both rock. They say, I think they probably feel the same way about it. I refer to you like on the weekends. So like when you, I feel like you know what you want to do throughout the day and whatever, and kind of like do what you're going to do, but it probably drives him a little crazy just to be like a puppet in my scheme of what we're doing too, you know, like, so he he might be like, it would just be easier if I was in charge of everything. Right? But since I'm the one who's here most of the time, I take the lead. And We were planning Mattis's fifth birthday party last night, which will be the day that this podcast airs, and January 24th. And we were planning it. And I was like, well, we're going to do, we're going to have, you know, his three best friends over. And that's it. Like, he, I, he just wants, he... I was like, I just want a really like simple dinner. Like he wants it on his birthday. So after school, we'll have, you know, his three best friends over and their parents and that's it. And George was like, I want to have these people over and those people over. Like they love Mattis too. And I was like, nope, just keeping it super simple. And he was like, do you hear yourself? I was like, wow. Oh, do I? And that that's the example of like, we are the designated parent. And so we think of ourselves as sometimes as like the boss of the house. And like, they are too. They're also people. They are also allowed to have say on their fifth, <laughs> on their five-year-old's fifth birthday party. <laughs> what is your IRL LOL of the week? Something that made you laugh really hard in real life this week. This is funny. I feel like I this is going to make me sound like such a serial killer. Sometimes <laughs> things don't like make me LOL so much, but you know what I LOL at is when other people are LOLing. Like I love somebody else like lose their shit laughing. It makes me laugh so much. Couldn't agree more. There are creators I follow on Instagram and TikTok who just have the best laughs. And like, that's basically why I follow them. Uh, <laughs> they like do funny shit and they laugh at themselves. Yeah. And like they're... Yep. You know who does that all the time? Jimmy Fallon. He's always laughing at himself. I love Best example. So cute. So Uh, cute. uh, So endearing. Yeah. So I was uh, at night before bed, my husband and I are like there, like always just scrolling, whatever, and uh, looking at funny videos and passing them back and forth, like DMing them next to each other while we're next to each other. And there was this one like this week where you're getting like the, the shoulder shake laugh out of Mike. And I was just laughing so hard at, at him laughing. Like, what are you laughing at? You know, so. Uh, it's so funny to watch other people laugh. The Have you ever watched, I'm sure you've seen it on Instagram, unless you have no interest in Taylor Swift, in which case maybe you haven't. The Kelsey Brothers podcast. Has it ever popped up in your sphere? I've seen it pop up. New Heights podcast, they get each other going sometimes. And when they're both laughing, it absolutely kills me. And I'm literally sitting there watching a football podcast, like cracking up. And I'm like, how did I, how did you get here, Caroline? <laughs> how did this happen? Okay. That's, yeah, that's such a good one. There's nothing like watching somebody else, like really, really oh, just LOL. Mine. Um, okay. So Mattis is like, and Callum are just really potty, potty talk phase. Like, yeah. poo poo pee pee like if you want to make them laugh all you have to say is like a poo poo pee pee on my head and they'll like die laughing and you're like all right well that was a lob but i'll take it mattis is like starting to like you know when they like start to kind of know when they're being naughty a little bit so he like walks in on george naked the other day and george's like what's up and mattis goes oh cute little vagina <laughs> and george was like what 
why did you say that? And Mattis was like, I'm just saying you have such a cute little vagina. And like, he's like looking at me, Mattis is like looking at me making these eyes. Like this is something really naughty. I said, like, I'm being really naughty right now, but also I'm so funny. And I was like in that type of laughter where I don't know, it was just like a really funny time for him to be saying this. Like I was like in that kind of laugh where you like, can't even make a noise. Yes. I love that kind of, yeah and George was just George was not laughing like George like doesn't think George did not think that was funny he was like this is a penis a big old penis I'm your father I'm your father this is a penis not a and it was just like so because Matt is oh when the kid like knows they're being funny and like they get in on the joke with you uh, chef's is, kiss like, like one of the best parts of having kids is like watching yes. their little sense of humor develop yes it's really Mattis is really I mean Callum's also getting really funny but it's more like poo poo pee poo like he like makes a lot of noises and does weird shit Mattis is getting like funny like he's like I'm making a joke on purpose right now to make you laugh and we're like yes you are what do you cook when you don't feel like cooking for all of the little monsters running around your house all the time you've had a busy day what are you doing since we did this once already. I had said pasta that I'll just like go yes. in pasta because my kids will all just eat pasta happily. I feel like not every night, like they couldn't eat it every night, but they could eat it a lot without complaining. So pasta is one, another one though, that like, if I would want to eat the meal too, like, I don't always feel like having pasta that much, uh, breakfast for dinner. Oh, and what do you do? Is it eggy or pancakey? Scrambled eggs and toast. Yeah, like like that. Or uh, and I'll get like some sort of a breakfast type meat to go along with it. Maybe some, you know, chicken sausages or. Oh my god! And it takes ten minutes. It's so easy. Why do I never do that? My kids, my big kids, aren't big egg guys, which is frustrating. They'll get there. Eggs are the best protein in the world. I take love- two seconds to cook. They're delicious. I eat eggs like a week probably oh yeah okay wait one of my favorite things right now is whenever you talk on instagram about um like how it how cooking for your family every single day like how did nobody warn us for this all the funny shit that you say about how hard it is to cook for your family every day that my my followers now like tag me in your posts or like all comment and be like hello and then they all like it because i pop up i guess as like the top comment for people who follow both of us have you cooked a single one of my recipes ever yes what did you cook um so i cooked your no your farro risotto oh yeah yeah that's a good one i want to send you one that i just like know all three of your kids will love I've actually cooked a few. I've I've been inspired by more than uh, like a, a bunch of your recipes, like scrolling through, like, oops, save that, look at that, back at that. And I might not like go back and follow it like to- But you're like, oh, peanut noodle. General idea. Yeah. 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 And then um, I forget which one you shared for my soul snacks. Oh, yeah. Um, What was that? Was it orza with shrimp? Yes. The shrimp orza. Yes. Yes. So I made yes. Yeah. Yes. I love your recipes. Yes. I love soul snacks. I'm trying to convince Caitlin to bring soul snacks over to Substack because I, I think it would just come right. It's coming, really. Yeah, like the next issue is gonna be on Substack. <gasps> it's gonna be so good there. It makes so much sense there. It's like such a great community place where people can comment. Okay, so everybody, when Soul Snacks makes its way, also you should just check it out now. If you go to her Instagram, big time adulting, you can check it out. It's the link in your, it's one of the links in your bio, I'm sure. All right. You have to go pick up your kids. Thank you for coming on So Into That again. Thank you for having me. I would do this with you every day. Um, Let's do it. Every day. Uh, Talk soon. I'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.